Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, rock, man. Yeah, Lamar. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here. Uh, Just uh, grab ass and shenanigans uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. What's wrong with that, you? That Mao Long parade, huh? Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what happened? We're done. I, I, <laughs> we're, we're there. Okay. Are 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 you guys? Uh, have you guys ever been in a uh, as a fan? Ever been to a championship parade? Just no. as okay. All right. no. I have because when Fox was covering the U.S. Open at Oakmont in Pennsylvania, um, about 20 minutes outside of Pittsburgh, back in like 2016, the Penguins had won the Stanley Cup. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you love the Penguins. Yeah, LeVar and I are diehard Penguins fans. Uh, and uh, I never went to the parades. <laughs> well, the only reason I went is because we were in town for it, and, and I was like, yeah, why not? I'll just go check it out. It, it was so lame. I don't get it. I, I I don't get like what is the appeal? Just to see some guys riding around on floats drinking beers who uh, who who don't care who you are. Like it just and it was nothing against the players, but I was there watching it going. What is this? I mean, the BO was off the charts because it was June in Pittsburgh, yeah. and the humidity out there is just is Enjoy disgusting. That BO. Yeah, it was bad. But I just I, it was I a party. What you expect? I, I I didn't understand. So I don't get the whole wanting to go to a parade to celebrate your team. Like I ju- I just don't know what the appeal is. Other than you get I just to see them. Well, I don't want to work, and are, so are, are you making excuses for why more Rams fans weren't there? No, 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 no. It no. looks like from other angles, it looks like they they packed them into a very, 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 very small space, and it looks like it's about you know maybe fifteen hundred people, maybe. In front so of less than the pep rally, supposedly. Did yeah. they have a pep rally with yeah, like did. maybe yeah. three thousand people? It, it, it was. It's cl- maybe it's close to, to something uh, like the, that. The maybe. pep rally that one didn't make sense either. It's it's not even at their facility. Like, aren't the pep rallies at the team facility usually? Like, well, I, I mean, the Bengals was big enough that it was at the stadium, which is technically their facility. Yeah, and, so. and the, isn't that where they have training camp? Is at Bengal Stadium? I I don't think that they travel to go anywhere. The only time is they'll do like a, a family practice in Dayton, they, Ohio. They used to go somewhere else, too. They used to go to a small college. Because I remember when I was a little kid, I went down and saw them. That was like back in like the Jeff Blake days, mm. playing quarterback for him. So um, I, I can't remember. I mean, was it Cumberland College, maybe? I'm not wait, quite sure. Wait a second. You are a Browns fan, and you went to go see a Bengals training camp? Wow. Well, it was on the way to a baseball tournament oh. in Tennessee. So I literally went to practice, uh, saw them for a minute, and then afterwards, 
uh, basically bounced, and that was pretty much I mean, it. Yeah. He doesn't have to justify his visit well, to I'm you. Just asking. You I know. mean, exposure asking. is exposure is exposure, right? You know like, what the crazy thing was about it, though. What? Tell us. So I'm standing there at the fence. You see all the players going by, and you see Jeff Blake go by, and he had one of his kids with him, and I think I was trying to like talk to his one son to have his dad autograph a baseball, right? Because I was going down to a baseball tournament. That's all I had with me. The crazy part about that is, I believe it was Emery, his son, who ended up, when I went to St. Louis, he was a rookie. He ended up playing wide receiver at Auburn. He, like, somehow our, our paths crossed again. Like, back when I was with the St. Louis Rams in 2013, and he was there. And I remember talking to him about that. I was like, holy crap, man. Talk about the world's, like, coming full circle and something so small like he that. remember uh, he didn't remember, but I remember. Like wow. I remember seeing him back when he was like a little kid, like that. And I told him that story, and he was like, "That's so crazy." Uh, like, how many yeah. years apart was that? Um, I, I'm trying to think. So that would have been year seven for me, and he was a rookie that year. So I guess we're. He was probably I was ten at the time, so he was like three years old. Oh yeah, he wouldn't remember that. By no. the way, Je- Jeff Blake, not a bad quarterback. No, right? not at all. He, he's he's played for a long time in the NFL. But yeah, I just I've never and and I asked Brady this question: uh, Have you ever been like part of a golf gallery, Lavar? Gone to a golf tournament? All right, I've covered a golf golf right. deal before. Right. So that's yeah. So that yeah, sucks yeah. too. And I'm just trying to figure out what's worse: uh, being part of a golf gallery or uh, going to a championship parade. Like, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you which one. I'll tell you which one. A championship parade. Is you don't worse? know why? Jeez. Because you can go and be douchey in a golf gallery, <laughs> and it's fully expected. <laughs> Everyone goes there expecting to see some D-bag dressed up like he's going <laughs> to actually go play the course, even though he's not. He's just walking and acting like an absolute clown <laughs> and, and, and probably drunk out of his mind. Yeah. So I actually think it's, like, it's expected. Like You go not only to like walk the course, maybe go have a few beverages. There's a few party houses on the course somewhere. You go fully expecting to make fun of those guys while you're there. A championship parade, it's like, I don't know. I mean, you're taking off work to do it probably. It's just there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. I just think it depends on what level. Like, I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like to be a Crimson Tide football player and have a victory parade there. Like, I think college, a college victory parade, like championship parade, would be way fun. Do they have feel. those? Yeah. Do they yeah. have it? Hell yes. Really? Of course they do. Yeah, but kids, you know, I mean, they, they've got class. They're and, not and out let, there drinking. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, are I'm you, just saying, I, I, think, I think for professional, I think it depends on, you know, where you're at, like, like or who it is. Like, I think a Lakers, like, when I think back to the Lakers winning it, I think that would be a fun. Huge. That, I think yeah. that would be a fun deal. Yeah, that wasn't yesterday. I, I, think that, yeah. I think that the Chicago Bulls would be a fun, when they were winning, I think that would be a fun victory parade. Um, but well, parades were just, just more fun back then. Well, maybe you, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you couldn't get in, in touch with athletes as much. You didn't see them as much. And, Outside uh, of TV, it's all you saw. And, and again, and I think that that's why that makes Brady stopping in Cincinnati so cool because back then to, to see these guys up close – is was like everything. It also, I think, depends on the city. Like, if the Browns ever won a Super Bowl, that is going to be unbelievable. I mean, that, how how long do you think their procession would be? Well, think when the Cavs won it. Yeah, just think when the Cavs won 
their NBA championship, that sort of parade, the way that town responded and acted. I mean, it's just it's a different feeling. The, really one is. mile. The Cubs. Oh, parade. one. Oh, the, one mile. They should have walked. The Cubs parade started uh, by Wrigley Field and ended up uh, downtown. Um, I, I forget specifically where, but that was huge because it, it had been, you know, just just 100 well, years or so. What, was the Penguins one you went to huge? Was that well attended? Uh, yeah. And I just didn't get it. It's like there was oh, a lot of people. Well there. Yeah. We, we don't care about whether or not you got it how would you compare it to what you saw yesterday i could guarantee you that oh there was, was more people was at the penguins yeah okay. the penguins had more yeah I mean, look so I, I mean but again yeah i'm a parade guy. people that That's didn't even like hockey started liking hockey and i made that point earlier you know i, I there was a point in time i had a i'm I, it's so funny i'm a righty but i do most things lefty what do you mean yeah, yeah. Well, i mean some of the most important things I do is okay. left-handed. So okay. I got a yes, Roberto. Got, we saw. Yes, I got to hockey. Go. We got it. I got uh, to street hockey. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I played street hockey <laughs> because of the pen, Penguins. And then I ended up playing uh, rollerblade hockey. Like I like literally, I was playing hockey because of the Pens. Did you have a stick? Uh, did you have a coho it was a, revolution? It was a, it was a lefty. It little, was a, I played lefty. Little coho revolution uh, stick stick hockey. Little, little, uh, Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't remember the brand. Yeah. But it was definitely the, the main brand that they used in, in the NHL, whatever it was. But it was red. I remember it was red. No. I, t- I did my tape job on it, different things like that. <laughs> Made sure I taped the bottom of it. Re- you know, when you wear it out a little bit, you you, you retool it, yeah. retape it and stuff. Like, yeah, man. That's a true story. <laughs> like, I was really into hockey because of Mario Lemieux and Paul Coffey. So those were my guys. Yammer Yager. And man. so now you think that there's going to be kids in Southern California who are going to be into football I think now. there's going to be an impact on Angelinos yeah. based yeah. upon them winning and, and Super Bowl. Look like. That's the Amish a real community thing. too. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Amish, Amish community bring, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They might actually yeah. I mean, yeah. once, once word <laughs> travels back and they actually find out yeah. the Rams won the Super Bowl and Cooper Cup was not only offensive player of the year, but Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. I mean, listen. I uh, mean, they're certainly gonna start breaking down and identifying more talent as they do their daily daily deals i, I would mean assume. they'll start uh charging for uh for churning butter so they can pay for a sunday ticket next year based on this i mean i, think. I, I believe they're going to see <laughs> if if somebody's as fast as you know one of some out in the the, the pasture something yeah. they're going to see if they can tackle sheep yeah and goats can you buck a can you buck a goat yeah, you know how point. long how long does it take a carrier pigeon to get from the west coast out to like Pennsylvania? Uh, that's going to take at least a week so, well, okay. so that you got to give it until next week for us to, to see, unless they sent one of them speed pigeons. All right, <laughs> see, see, but here's the problem. What are those? Now, if they yeah. sent drugs? Now, if they sent one of them speed are pigeons, those those yeah. drugged up speed pigeons. I, I, mean, I don't know what I don't know what the secret potion yeah, is to uh, get them so fast, but they'll get there. Yeah, uh, but he, but here, quicker. but here's the problem: they can't fly anywhere near Minnesota because when the Vikings put up that stadium, birds were uh, crashing into the into the glass, thinking uh, that. It was see-through and dying. Yeah, buddy, uh, it's uh, it's winter time up there. They yeah. ain't flying north. Well, and so. also, uh, I, I would recommend I wouldn't recommend flying over Boise because they'll see that turf and think it's a body of water. And next thing yeah, you know, uh, well, I yeah. mean, but they got to fly north. They got to fly to the east okay, coast. Well, I mean, look, well, it's not really north. I mean, they could just fly east and then start to travel and, north. And and I'm I'm fairly. It's going to be cold regardless, though. And, and look, you guys, you got to assume they're 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 flying into to mid well, they're, middle they're middle Pennsylvania. 
yeah. stuff. Yeah, but, know, they're, they're... but but I think you guys are also missing a, a really important point, especially in these times. If they're not vaccinated, they're not getting anywhere. All right, so we got to well, be careful about what's going I'm on. Not, I don't know what the laws are in Pennsylvania. I think they're probably – it's going to be a tougher time getting out of California. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. <laughs> they wear their masks. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, <laughs> nobody breaks down I, a parade like this show. <laughs> the mask might cut down their yeah. aerodynamics. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm just that's, saying. Okay. That's, It'd be harder than – I just, think a, I just think These a good, fair point. I just think a good beard is is a good protector from from any type of viral germs or yeah. anything like that, man. Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's why you ha- that's why you have hair. Yeah, it's, right. it's like a new home for it. Well, yeah. that's that's the place where they're supposed to live and die. Like that's yeah, you get that hair going and and it and it blocks everything <laughs> from being able to get to you. That's, Again, that's your first line of defense. <laughs> Again, so great point. These, these birds should grow beards. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I mean. <laughs> Yes. All of this is thick a great ones. point. Yeah, very thick beard. These are all great points. Yes, I think I think I think we've really really tied a bow on the NFL season here. Yeah, uh, with our coverage of uh, pigeons flying, speed uh, and pigeons. facial hair, speed uh, speed well, pigeons is like paying for overnight to, delivery. Yeah. It's to communicate with the Amish community. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe he hasn't hit the button at all. I mean, Berto, oh. I, I can't even Racing believe it's you. pigeons. I, I, I mean, right, listen, the way pigeons. Pigeons are treated in this country is is an uh, just an outrage altogether. They put spikes up uh, on on the top of uh you know supermarkets racist. so they don't cra- yeah that, I think that Thank is you. racist against pigeons. So Thank I mean you. Uh, you know I feel bad for them. But speed pigeons like that's a whole nother game, man. They're I, they're very very. Did Mike Tyson get into that? Oh yeah 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 he, yeah. he, he was pigeons. big into it right? Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. yeah he had yeah. clappers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they do they they pull tricks when you clap. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like that light system. You know, yeah, kind of like <laughs> clap on, clap, clap on. off. Yeah, like. but in training day, they said you're clapping pigeons to notify them when the cops are nearby. Remember well, that? that's very true. Yeah. So, where, where, so what did that? I'm mean? just saying, like, you know, you don't have to just clap them to get them to do tricks. They can follow commands and you know try and tip you off when the the police are around. But them doing the tricks was alerting people to. People that shouldn't be just, there being I agree. There. Okay. Listen, I right. agree. But again, Did you that say was. Turning tricks? Yeah, turning <laughs> tricks. <laughs> I'm glad you caught it. <laughs> glad you caught it. Yeah. You clap it. You clap oh, it. They be turning tricks. Yeah, the things they'll do for birdseed, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. And, uh, and again, yeah. uh, welcome to Fox Sports Radio, folks. It's two pros and a cup of Joe uh, on pigeons. FSR. <laughs> it's LeVar Arrington. We'll clap Brady back Quinn, at you, too. Uh, <laughs> Jonas Knox. All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, we are going to get into uh, a coach in the NFL who has had enough. He has had enough. He is fed up with some of the conversation, and you will hear him very frustrated next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, you can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Um, so there is a uh, there's a coaching. By the way, later on this hour, I have heard some rumblings. Come with it now! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm just saying, I, I haven't heard some rumblings. That, what, what were the rumblings? Um, you know, somebody who has been on this show In the control uh, room? once or twice. Lee? Um, maybe we'll be making another appearance here on the show. Oh. I've heard some rumblings later on this hour. Again, I can't, you know, confirm oh, or deny I, that. I, but I, I think it's been once. I think it's been once. Because yeah. he, he, 
He won the only bet he was. Matt, so you know who it is? I, I just, wow. I, I'm hearing. Dang, Brady? I can just tell by the way the temperature has changed just sort of around the studio that it feels like somebody is uh, is going to be making an appearance later this hour. Really? So. Uh, that, is that why I'm so cold? Yeah, might oh, be. Oh, man. I mean, Brady was here last week. He knows how warm the studio is. I mean, it's, uh, you know. It's, it's cold as hell. <laughs> man, that, that, <laughs> it is freezing and, in that And this place. dude comes in with, like, Tank tops and, just, and and crop tops. It's not yeah, the crop tops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wear crop tops. Why you be coming in with no like? Well, and you have your car again, but you don't use it. Yeah, it's wear, like you're warm. I'm wearing sweats. But if people knew, we dress like slobs this time of the yeah. morning. Do I mean, you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, sweatpants. I don't dress like a slob. Yeah. Well, you're doing TV today. I'm you're always, a star. I'm always smooth. A little bothered by the fact that you shaved, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on, you look good with the goatee. You should have kept it. Sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, I right. can't. You uh, can't look too old when you do television. You don't look they, old with the goatee. They start trying to replace you with younger people. Meanwhile, I don't even have a position that's even like thought for to be replaceable. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't do enough. So you already know the next the next step is out the door. I got, I got to stay looking young. Bro. Oh man! Uh, all right. So <laughs> so uh, Mike McCarthy, the uh, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Big Mike. Yeah, big yeah, Mike. Big Mike. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh guy. Uh, That's so right. Mike McCarthy, uh, he finally spoke up. Finally defended himself a little bit. So Jerry Jones, a couple of weeks ago. Went on this just bizarre sort of, uh, I'm going to call local Dallas radio and just do a couple of uh, interview hits and say, uh, well, you know, uh, Dan Quinn came back here because, uh, you know, uh, people would love to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And he turned down other head coaching opportunities to be here. Leave uh, Mexico. And, and if uh, there he was, uh, <laughs> by the way, that was that was him at my wedding, uh, oh, by the way. That oh, was okay. Jerry Jones. So and remember, uh, <laughs> some of us Cowboys. That was what? a speech right there. And so, uh, so Jerry Jones uh, went on to say that uh, if he didn't have a head coach, he'd absolutely consider Dan Quinn to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. It was just very awkward, very uncomfortable. Uh, Mike McCarthy probably didn't feel the most comfortable with some of the comments that have been made over the past couple of weeks. And so he appeared on the Rich Eisen show yesterday, and Mike McCarthy talked about the comments from Jerry Jones and Dan Quinn returning as D.C. I'd never once felt that I was not going to be the head coach moving forward and frankly I've been at this long enough that's that's all I'm focused on and I think the players the coaches football operations is is really is my main hold I'm the leader of this football team and I'm about winning and that's that's all I've ever focused on and that's all I ever will focus on are these narratives I'm usual yeah, absolutely I've never dealt with anything like this do I wish I didn't have to come on here and answer questions about it yeah no no doubt about it. I wish we were talking about something else, but um, it is part of our landscape. We talked about him staying here, uh, you know, long before he even took it. Took the interview. Now, obviously, when he took the interview, and then this, you know, this this narrative broke out. Uh, I think it, in reflection to the relationship that Dan and I do have, you know, he just said, "Hey, man, if I'm not comfortable with this narrative, um, you know, if, if if you really feel like I need to take one of these jobs, you know, just." be honest with him and I'm about winning he's about winning and the best thing for the Cowboys is for Dan Quinn to be here so Ooh. there he is uh, there is a Mike there's McCarthy. a lot of ways I mean you, there's a lot of ways you can kind of yeah. 
digest that. Yeah, Jerry Jones, shut your ass up is what he's saying. Let me let me coach the team, and then uh, you just go, uh, you know, uh, lose contract negotiations with your quarterback again. I, I don't know that that's the conclusion. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's mine. It's my conclusion. Yeah. They, <laughs> I, I um, thank you, Senor. <laughs> we didn't we oh didn't gosh. get all the quotes in there, but one of the cool things I thought was Mike McCarthy talked about, you know, his conversation with Dan Quinn and Dan had literally said to him, like, hey, do you want me to go take one of these jobs so it takes some of the the pressure off of you? Like that real conversation came up and McCarthy talked about it. And he said, you know, if I was younger or just starting out as a head coach, yeah, I'd probably tell you to get the hell out of here. But he seems much more comfortable at this point he's obviously more established he's won a Super Bowl he's made a lot of money where he said no like this needs to be what's best for the team and basically like I understand the hat that I'm wearing where being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys is different than anywhere else and now he's been a part of two storied franchises with Green Bay and now Dallas but the difference is the ownership structure Green Bay it's it's not the same as every other team in the NFL and, and in Dallas, it's different because you've got an owner who's much more outspoken, much more involved in probably the day-to-day operations than other owners. So, you know, I, I think Mike McCarthy basically admitted the fact that, look, it's different. And this is, some, but this is something I signed up for. And, and I'm willing to say I can deal with this as long as this is what's in the best interest of our team. And I'll just say this, man. I, look. Dan Quinn isn't the coach that he's got to be worried about. It's Sean Payton. Like, Sean Payton's the guy that I think would slide in or Jerry Jones would want to make that move for uh, and, and take over for Mike McCarthy if things didn't go well. That's, that's my at least sense of how this whole thing would play out if Mike Mc, McCarthy wasn't their coach after next season. Here's what I'll say. I, I'm going to use this as, a, as an example, all right? You ever you ever go to a, a party or, or a, a family gathering and you're meeting the girlfriend for the first time of your sibling and the, the sibling shows up and the girlfriend is totally enamored by the brother, the sibling. You're not kind of... Fully, fully kind of committed to the fact that, you know, like, is there a chance that my my chick really likes my brother? Right. But at the same time, you still have that uncomfortable feeling about what what the interactions may be, how they talk to one another. Did they laugh too long? Like I lived this because my brother was like super cool and I wasn't. And and like three or four times growing up, like literally my girlfriends liked my brother and they would date me <laughs> to be around my brother, which was y'all whack for that. If y'all listening, by the way, I got the last laugh. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so here, here, so so here's the point I'm making, right? If Jerry Jones started dating Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy represents the one that's in the relationship with Jerry Jones and you see how Jerry Jones and Dan Quinn have reacted to one another and how they like one another and how how that relationship is evolving they needed to lean on Dan Quinn this year and they did and they got a win while while Mike McCarthy had covid 
their defense needed to improve. It has needed to improve for a very long time. Dan Quinn came in and became the solution to a problem that was plaguing this team for for quite a long time. If I'm Mike McCarthy, basically what he said in that interview was, I get this, I acknowledge it, and I even had the conversation with my brother about this. Like, look, do you want me to leave and go somewhere else, right? No, you don't need to leave. We want you here. We're better here. We're better as a family. We do it together. But that seed is planted. That seed is in Mike McCarthy's head that, man, like he might like Dan more than me. Their relationship might be better than ours. There are things that they like about Dan that, to me, they don't really see in me. There is going to be, and whether whether I'm read too deeply in it or not, I don't know, but for me, what I got out of what, what I'm listening to Mike McCarthy say, he's basically given an admission like, listen, everybody's me and him acknowledge that this is out there. This is a narrative that's out there, and and the and Jerry Jones was a part of that. Like he's the almost the reason why. So it's like, listen, I'm I'm the girlfriend. Like, I am the one that's in this relationship. I am the main person. I don't want you to mess this up. Like, I don't I don't want, in fact, I don't want to lose this to you. That's there. That is now there. So now that what that makes me feel right now is if anything goes wrong, if, if the offense doesn't play as well as it needs to play, if they don't win as many games early on as they need to win, do you not think that, Jerry Jones is looking at it that way. Do you not think that Mike McCarthy is looking at it that way? Do you not think that Dan Quinn is looking at it that way? Do you not think that the players, the media, the fans, everybody, because of this narrative this offseason, everybody's going to be looking at it that way. And I think that yeah. this sets the stage for kind of some odd moments, man. Sure. And, and, and I think if they were going to move on from Mike McCarthy during the season, Dan Quinn would be that interim head coach that would get that title. However... I keep going back to Sean Payton because he's previously been there. We know the love affair that Jerry Jones has with a lot of his you know, offensive coaches. And you know Sean Payton would potentially be eyeing that position more so than others in the NFL. And, and I've got a story that kind of relates back yeah. to why I feel like Sean Payton might kind of slither his way into that position and might be laying and planting some of those seeds right now to get into that spot. So in college, I had won what was called the Maxwell Award, right? Yeah. It was a player of the year award, and you would go to Atlantic City um, for this, uh, for the event, for the presentation, and all the of Benaric, that. The Maxwell and the Benaric. Yep, yep. They were all there. Yeah. So there, there was a, it's a cool event. It's awesome time. Best part for me was they were like, hey, we're going to fly you private back once you're done. And like at that age, dude, you're like, wait, what? I get to fly on a private plane? Awesome. So then they tell me who is going to be on the plane with me. Now, granted, I'm, I'm getting ready to start, you know, preparing for the combine, all that good stuff, and get ready to get drafted. Well, Sean Payton's one of the coaches that's on the plane. And then you look at, uh, I believe it was the old general manager for the Kansas City Chiefs, Carl, oh gosh, I want to say Peterson was his last name. I, I don't think that's right. Um, but anyway, it was, so it was Carl Peterson. So... They were both on the plane with me. I feel like there was someone else, but I don't know that they were affiliated with an organization. So I digress. We were supposed to go to South Bend first to drop me off. 
because that was what made sense, you know, logistically. It was the shortest, you know, tr- you know, trip and distance. Well, we got to kind of talking before the plane. Then we kind of get up in the air, and um, <laughs> you know, Sean Payton's kind of sitting there, we're having a nice conversation. And uh, it, it, one thing leads to another. And he's like, you know, we got a time crunch. We really need to be in Kansas City, you know, at, at this time and so forth. He's like, you know, you mind if we stop there first? Now, now, granted, like, I think I still had some, like, finals going on. Like, I was literally flying back to South Bend to take a final that evening. And I was thinking to myself, uh, like, what am I going to say? Am I going to say no to a potential dude you can end up playing for or a guy who might select you in the draft? Um, and so I was just like, oh, yeah, no, man, that's that's cool. Yeah, like, let's just go to Kansas City first. And meanwhile, I'm thinking in my head, like, I didn't think this trip was going to be that long. I thought I had a little more time to study. And so we ended up flying, dropping them off, and then we, you know – fuel up quick and then jet back up to South Bend where they dropped me off. And I'm like racing in time, just barely got there to even take the exam. But I remember sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, I got swindled. I should have stood up and just be like, no, bro, I've got, a, I've got an exam. And especially in retrospect when I didn't play for either of those guys. <laughs> but I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, he was so cool about it too, like the way he asked and how he kind of planted the seed and then – kind of put a little more pressure on me about it. And the next thing you know, like, you can feel the plane turning, like, changing course. And I was like, what the hell? How, how, that happened so fast, I didn't even know what took place. Dang, so Sean Payton is staring the, the plane with mental mind tricks Pretty and much. is going to be the Dallas head coach after next season. I mean, I'm and, just saying, and, dude, he's and a playing persuasive on it. You haven't been man. wrong in your your early bolt predictions. I mean, you, you called the Heisman Trophy winner, you – what what else did he call? What else? Well, you called he, a few he, things. He got that, that, that from me. I mean, I gave him yeah. the Heisman oh, Trophy. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. months, oh, months okay. ago. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jonas was breaking I'll down the L twenty twos. Yeah, oh. of the spring game. He does yeah. that with with college spring yeah. games, yeah. and that's but, where he came. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I take that back. I just like the, the Jerry Jones. I, I, like, what what good does it do for him to constantly? Just add more fuel to the because McCarthy mentioned it. Like you it, know, there's there's great, drama here. It's great for television. Oh, it's great for that's, entertainment. That that that's fine. But, but that's what is that's what it is. Okay, but how about winning? You know, past the second round of the playoffs. Well, he's once not in coaching thirty years. He's just doing his part. If, oh, well, I, I'm whatever sure he's doing isn't working. So well, I mean, it is working okay, actually from a business standpoint. But from a football standpoint, I don't know how how does he think this is this makes this situation any better? Well, like I don't oh, think McCarthy, he wants keep to. Look over your shoulder. I don't think he wants to lose, but I think he does want to keep the Dallas Cowboys brand front of mind. He wants to keep them in people's conversations. I know the frauds that the Philadelphia fan are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. I Um, mean, those are the things that, to me, that's what makes Jerry Jones such an intriguing, you know, he will be one of the most impactful people on the history of of the national oh, football league that that we've probably ever seen he's a hall of famer for and and deservedly so i i, I agree but, but again he has you have to have thick skin you have to have that it factor that that jerry jones has to be able to do what jerry jones does to pull it off i mean you're seeing a guy who tried to to emulate what jerry jones became to the Dallas Cowboys 
has now had a change in mascots or whatever you want to call it, that team name, team brand, and seemingly it doesn't look like it's going to end well for him. So it's not a given that you can step into a position like an owner of a franchise and do it in a way where you can toe the line. You can even, your toenails can even go across that line at times and still be a beloved, uh, a respected uh, owner, someone who who people are really, really, you know, gravitating to. I think that that's his only real, I mean, he really wants that, that, that Super Bowl, but I really think that this is something for him. This is more so him continuing to create you know, attention on his team. Yeah. I want me some glory. Help. Oh, come on, well, Jerry. Jesus. Go. I mean, welcome to the club, bud. Uh, go. All right. It you is, just got to uh, be careful. You just uh, got to be careful with that. <laughs> yeah, you got you know, to be careful you with know, that uh, these days. Yeah, make sure you shave. That, that uh, can be interpreted the yeah. wrong way. <laughs> you know, just just a little advice, Jerry. Oh, uh, man. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Uh, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. I never liked my brother being around my girlfriends after that either, by the way. Uh-huh. It, it was just not something that I was okay with. Yeah. You know, and, and he was my big brother. And he was like the star athlete. They always picked him first in street pickup games. Do you know I was an All-American and they still pick my brother first in a street, a, a, a turkey bowl, whatever it was, street pickup game. He's got a reputation at my mom's house. Yeah, I was very, I was distraught. I was, I was upset. I felt like, you know what? I can't, I can't do enough to get from out of this dude's shadow. I, I'm just not happy about this. Uh, if you're wondering uh, what the hell of ours talking yeah. about, uh, just check out the figure. podcast after yeah, the show. Yeah, I just thought I'd just get that uh, off of my chest, like have a little bit of therapy. Sh- sharing is caring in the yeah, uh, Arrington you. I appreciate everybody you know, bearing with me in that moment because I gave an example of why there's going to be a problem with Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn, but you know, I'm just saying. I, I just had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop bringing my girlfriends around my brother for for quite a long time. You know. Oh man. Yeah, we it were too is, close uh, in age. You know, too is, close in age. Uh, two pros and yeah. a cup of Joe here. Fox you guys Sports are the Radio. worst. I, I appreciate uh, the support, next. Berto and Jonas. I, I, I appreciate the support. Up next. Yep. All right. Um, Thank you. Live bet Jesus has sent a tweet. Oh, okay. uh, not right. quite sure what the hell he wants with this show, mm. uh, based on how we are performing today. But uh, live bet Jesus is here, and he is ready to pick a winner here live on the air it's yours next on fsr <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific hey it's ben host of the fifth hour with ben maller along with my trusty sidekick david gascon would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey you're asking what in god's name is the fifth hour I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Two pros and a cup of joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. <laughs> You got problems. I think man. we need to add to the title of the show. <laughs> What's that? Two pros, a cup of Joe, 
and a therapist. Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that. I think we need to go with that. <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> you, you need help. So, so does Berto. Uh, so we are going to uh, coming up top of next hour, so a little over uh, uh, ten minutes from now. Uh, there's a story that uh, will not go anywhere in the NFL. Uh, it is back. Uh, so if you were tired of this story last offseason, it has taken a new twist regarding a star player. We will get into that here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, I know uh, Live Bet Jesus has sent out a tweet uh, he should be uh, appearing wow. here momentarily what's even left um, to bet on right I now i have it... no idea oh i mean he's live bet jesus there's is there tennis going it. on i mean i know the winter olympics are going on but like you oh, can't okay. you thank can't, you jesus why can't if you're the winter olympics and you want to actually increase the interest in your sport why can't you get everything on live like why is everything on delay seemingly like, like we, we can't get a single sport on live. The the Australian Open uh, when it when it pops up, those are on live. Uh, you know, it's like the golf does that too sometimes, to where portions of the tournament just won't be televised. I don't get it. Like, there's not options. You can't figure this thing out. I mean, isn't there a lot of different sports and things going on? I mean, you can't have it all live at once, can you? Well, I mean, come on, figure it out. It's the Winter Olympics. I mean, they've been selling us on how important the Winter Olympics uh, are on for years. Who's, who's been selling us on? Well, that? you know, people, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just. Uh, People and things. I, 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 I don't think that's even close to being true. Well, I, I don't know that. I've never regarded the Winter Olympics even close to the Summer Olympics. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm biased because my wife was a Summer Olympian, but I also have always been enamored with track. Like just watching the hundred meter, like that to me is like the greatest event yes. in the Olympics. Yeah, it's like Kentucky Derby. I mean, it's sure. it's quick, it's over with, uh, but you see uh, the best athletes, uh, the fastest yeah. guys it's out there. the fastest horse. By the way, did you see uh, Usain Bolt when uh, Tyreek Hill lost that 40-yard dash at the Pro Bowl? Because um, Tyreek Hill's been trying to get a race with Usain Bolt, and right. uh, Usain Bolt made a comment about him losing to Micah Parsons. Sorry, Labar. You know, just wanted to point that out. And... Uh, I would wonder, had, if those guys raced in a 100-meter dash, how close could it be? Especially Usain Bolt's age. Like, how close would that be? You still I, taking Usain I, Bolt? I think Tyreek Hill has a better chance at a 40. I don't think he's even coming close in 100 meters. Because he's going to tap, I mean, he's going to tap out top speed around like 60 meters. Where Usain Bolt's like still accelerating, it seems like, at that point. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know that he would be able to get him at 40. I, I think he could get him at maybe twenty or thirty, but once you get to that, once you get past twenty to thirty, like them first maybe five or six steps, it's over. Like it, it's it's Usain Bolt out of the gate isn't isn't super fast because of how long no. he is, but he yeah. stretches out while he's he's in his drive cycle. Um, it, that, that's why I feel like the start matters more for Bolt in a forty. Than it does for Hill. Yeah. Nobody. Oh, oh my hey, hey, you guys forget, oh, forget all that. What? That is, that that is not, Okay, now the lights. What? Are okay, who, okay, what's going on in here? Seriously, stop farting around in the back. Oh uh, no! No, literally, Lee. I know you like to do that, but now the lights are out in the studio. We can't see anything. Ferris Bueller's day off was on TV. Now it's that's breezy off. in here. Yeah, it is breezy. Jeez. And uh, and all of a sudden, there's a light beaming oh, no. down into the studio here, and now a piece of paper is falling down from the sky. And just so you know, this is not a radio gag. We are all on the up and up here. Lights out. Lights are flickering. Oh, my gosh. It is this morning. 
on the 17th of February 2022 that I live bet Jesus proclaimed the pick to be the USA over Great Britain, Great Britain in Winter Olympics <laughs> curling. I could, he didn't even spell it right. <laughs> right. Great bastard. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.